0: tell you what um this is probably the only podcast where people come to to make that next move the best move and get to get that a game on the playground you know so um if you are actually intending to get yourself in the in a position where you are unbreakable undisputable you are unchallengeable you are you are literally an avenger i don't know if it is hulk or iron man or whatever but um if you want to actually make sure that you are you know hitting it hard on the head you know this is why you need to be this is this is the best place for you and i cannot welcome you better but to say get ready first in your belt and i will be your driver i will be your host. Or thank you very much Right, so welcome back to the Hosting Experience Podcast. As always I'm your host, host number. Thank you for joining me today. Hope you're okay, hope you're well, hope you are taking care of yourself, hope you are well doing everything necessary to keep yourself, you know, safe and secure and taking care of all those that are in your care, you know. Um if there is one thing that I keep saying and I keep repeating is that um COVID nineteen is not something that is going anywhere anytime soon and uh the best we can do is take care of ourselves you know and um then when we are successful in taking care of ourselves then we can be able to take care of other people you know so security starts with self you know security starts with self and then later on transcends to other people that you know your family if you have kids your children your wife and your spouse and everybody else but if you cannot keep yourself safe then if you can't take care of yourself you know you cannot guarantee to even yourself that you'll be able to take care of someone else so um with that said hope everyone has been well and hope your week was amazing my week was amazing as well and i hope you have been winning you have been making some progress you know uh your pnl statement is getting a bit better by pnl i mean profit and loss the profit and loss statement is, well, looking a little bit more attractive than it was before. And if it hasn't, well, there is always time, you know, to um, to push harder, to move, to move better, to move quicker, to move uh, in a more strategic way. And um, if you are actually here, if you are listening to this right now, then you actually are intending to leave or to perhaps Um, get off this podcast with something that you are going to be able to use to help you uh, uh, see progress, in other words, to make statistical development and betterment in your business, in your entrepreneurial idea, in your venture, whatever it is that you're doing. And I solely, actually, this is meant for people that have an idea, that have a business, that have a venture, that have a brand that they're creating, and they would love to see it floating, they would love to see it flourishing, nourishing, and You know, um, getting better, keep getting better, growing, and in other words, just becoming something that they would be proud of and something that they would also want to, you know, have their great grandchildren get to know and talk about them or perhaps get to know about them from. You know, like if we look at, uh, for example, the Ford family, Henry Ford made an effort to create something that not only was he able to feed from, but also his grandchildren, generation after generation, have found and have been able to benefit from and are benefiting from. And it is said that uh, he has at least three generations or four generations to come if they stop working right now. You know, if like today they just closed uh, all the food, Um, Establishments are no longer releasing any cars They're no longer releasing any new models In other words, everything about Ford just stops You know, the amount of money they have in their bank Sorry, in the bank The amount of money they have in their account It's sufficient to take care of three generations Um, That has to cover, of course, their education Their living expenses I mean, they are maintaining the same standards of living right now You know, they could probably even elevate them So, um, he created something that was not just anything, you know, he created, he established a brand that was able to take care That is actually taking care of the people of his great, 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 great grandchildren that he, I don't think he ever got to see them. If he, if he saw them, well, then we would, we would say that Henry Ford is more than just us, a human being, you know, but, um... There have there has been very many examples of these kinds of creations and inventions. If you look at Amazon, for example, Jeff Bezos has created something that even after he passes on, a hundred years from now, a hundred years from now, his children and his great 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 grandchildren will still be safe. They will still be well. They do not have to worry about money or any financial. St- then like strains and stresses they are sorted you know they are cleared so um if you are here, you are actually intending to build something that people like jeff bezos um henry t ford uh mark zuckerberg um uh, Tony Shea, the owner of Zappos the shoes you know brands like those that are actually not going anywhere anytime soon you know so um, i do this for people that actually intend to create something of the sort you know a brand that is not just going to be able to feed them but to also feed their children and the children of their children and the children of the children of their children you know so um if you are here then i i'm so excited to have you on i'm so excited to have you on and i hope you've actually been able to catch all the previous podcasts uh, episodes. I mean, there has been quite a lot of content that I've been that we have been pushing out, you know, to help entrepreneurs to be able to construct something that is not just going to be able to help them today, but also to be able to serve them in 10, 20, 50, 60, 70 years ago. So we are not talking about creating and establishing a brand; we are actually looking at creating and building a legacy you know, creating something that we will be remembered for, creating something that is going to be around for generations and generations and generations to come. So um, in the process of building something like this, there are a few steps, there are a few things that tend to come into play, you know, and what is for sure guaranteed is that any movement, any effort that is made to actually create a legacy from a brand, you know, is to have the mindset of a long-term thinker. You know, so you want to make sure that everything that you do is targeted towards um the outcome that you'd like to see in 5, 10, 15 years from now and not just, you know, um immediate gratification. So if you want to build something that is going to be around for a long period of time, then you have to think Like someone who is building something for a long period that is going to be around for a long period of time. So every decision that you make right now, every move that you make does hamper very greatly to what your brand would look like in the future. So you need to have you need to carry a vision of what you want to be like, why you want your brand to be like, who do you what kind of person that you want to be remembered for. You want to always keep that at the forefront of your mind, you know, so um, when you wake up, that is the first thing that you see or something that you it, or there is something that at least reminds you of what you want to, what you know, why you want to get to. And then secondly, you also need to have it written down, you know, um, when we have something written down, we tend to take it more seriously and more tentatively versus when we just have. You know have it in our minds you know the, th- the interesting thing about writing things down is that it prints it to the brain you know it it does like really really imprint it to the brain you know so um it's really important for you to write firstly the things that you'd love for yourself the things that you see yourself accomplishing thereby whenever you look at them it tends to you know remind your mind remind your brain and your brain and then at some point in time you get from the primary memory to the secondary memory you know where things are more uh called Cordly stored and you know there is a lot of brain um activity in that area of the brain then you know with information that just comes to pass information that you just meet and then use it for a momentary time frame and then later on you abandon it so um during the process of actually creating and building something there's always people that you will meet along the way who will be able to give you a push give you uh a nudge give you some motivation give you some encouragement and if at all there is nothing of course that um is more of a pillar of a foundation to building anything that having than having an exemplary mentor. you know that is not the subject for today that is definitely not the subject for today but i do have it in one of my in one of our podcasts you know um if you get to scroll back to the think one of the uh, it must be in the 50s or the 60s one of the episodes that you will be able to get to catch how important it is to get a mentor and how to be able to actually um, behave and carry yourself around a mentor so that you can be able to absorb as much information as possible there's a discipline there is a way and if you want to actually get to um Uh, get, get to absorb all that information learn how to actually be able to firstly get a mentor in the first place you know um you could go there and you catch the you catch the podcast right after this one so for today's podcast i would really 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 um want to help you get to understand how to actually get the economic buyer to firstly um have a level of comfort around you In other that's build a relationship with them and then later on transcend the relationship into a purchase so um what you need to understand what you need to understand is logic helps people think logic helps people think but emotions are what drive decisions you know emotions help us to act emotions actually what Push us to act, you know, so um, one thing that I would really, really, really want you to at the biggest takeaway I would want you to get from this is that in order for you to make sales that last, in order for you to be able to um, trigger repeat business, there are two kinds of sales, there are two kinds of sales. There is um, the first cell, in other words, that is a component of a proposal and then a check then the second kind of cell that comes from referrals and um, repeat business, you know. So the second cell is the most, <laughs> the second cell is the only cell of both of the cells. Though both of them are cells, but the real cell, the real cell is the second cell, you see. So the second cell can only be established, is only established when there is a relationship created. You know, so when you have a relationship created with someone that is buying from you, then you can be able to continuously and consistently pull them back into your circle, and thus have them buy more and more and more and more. And for sure, what is really, really, really um, the biggest plus for doing that is that whenever you are actually getting people who have bought from you to buy from you again, you spend a lot less energy to get them to buy than to get someone that has never bought from you to buy from you for the first time why because someone who has bought from you already you do not have to make the tedious effort of building trust and credibility you know and you already have they already have a test of what it is that you do they already have a sample of who you are in the business world and how you conduct yourself. And by the time someone actually gets to buy from you the second time, that also tells you as an individual that you are doing a credible job. You know, what you are selling, what you are having on the market is something that is effective and efficient. You know, so as an individual that actually gets to have that kind of rhetorical business, how do you take advantage of it? Um, I talked about that in the referrals podcast. If you want to actually be able to um, get a sock into how to be able to effectively and efficiently be able to um, take advantage of people that buy from you the second time and how to actually uh, quadruple that to make sure that you can be able to get as many, 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 and many, and many, and many, and, many and more people to buy from you. Uh, You could go and also listen to that right after you listen to this. So um, when you go to make a sell, when you want to make a sell, the first thing you need to carry in your mind is that you are not there to make the sell. You are there to help the person who you are going to sell to what you are offering them. In other words, you have to think about your value proposition. Your value proposition is the outcome of the sale that you are making, the possible outcome of the sale that you're making. So, how is the person that he, how is the person that you are selling to what you're selling to going to be able to benefit from what you're selling? You know, so you need to speak in terms of how they are going to benefit or how it's going to help them get better, how it's going to improve the association and the organization. You know, so that's the language that you need to be carrying into. Um, into the sales room or perhaps to the person who you're going to talk to but the one reality one reality is that whenever we're actually going to make a sale in most cases you never meet the economic buyer so who's the economic buyer well the economic buyer is the person that makes the decisions the person that actually calls the shot, the person that Um, is responsible for mending and amending the budget and making it in the first place. So you want to make sure that you are talking to the decision maker and not the gatekeeper. You know, you want to make sure that you're speaking to the decision maker and not the gatekeeper. We recorded a podcast about how to get the gatekeeper out of the way, you know, door openers. Right after this as well, you'll be able to catch it. For those that have actually been following um, our episodes and um, the content that is there, you do know what I'm talking about. Um, I may, you know, uh, continuously and consistently be referring to the previous podcast and I will not go into the information that was being shared, you know, in those respective podcasts. But um, I will just refer you to them and then you just go there and get them. So um if there is something if there is something that you need to really, really carry in your mind when you're walking into the sales room is that you need to make sure that you are speaking to the person that sets the budget. You know, so um how do you level up with the person that is selling? You know, sorry, how do you level up with the person that has the that holds the budget that is actually going to write you the check? You know, not this person who will tell you um okay it sounds like a good idea i will talk to my superior about it i'll share the idea with the with my in charge and get to give you feedback later you know that's not the kind of thing that you want so um now i am we are assuming we are assuming that you are before the economic buy you are before the person that actually writes the check you know so how do you handle yourself when you are before the person that writes the check Rule number 1 they are about um five six things six things six principles six cardinal pillars of how to actually get them to not just buy from you once that that's not what I want for you what i want for you is for the person to actually buy from you the second time and the third time and not just buy from you the second time and third time, but also refer other people that they would feel are going to benefit from your service just as much as they have um, to also buy from you. So, for me, that is the real sell, and that is what I want for you. You know, the first sell is just one foot into the door, but in order for you to get the second foot into the door, you need to also be able to um, be getting referrals and also getting repeat business from the people that have bought from you. So then that is when you are actually fully inside the door you know in other words, you are you know you are getting the vault properly opened and that is precisely what i want for you so the first thing you need to keep in mind is you, you don't want to be eager to please you know um make sure you are not um try, try to control it try to control it because one thing that is for sure is that especially when you are when you are going to make your first sale um you may find yourself so anxious to get the sale that everything that the prospect, everything that the economy, everything that the decision-maker, everything that the person that writes the cheque says, you are just being affirmative about it. You know, and that creates a sense of, well, you know, um, there is... The thing that distinguishes employees from bosses is that employees are obedient i'm trying to quote it very carefully i am struggling not to say servants are obedient workers you know everything that they're told they obey with it and they never they would never share their peace of mind even when they feel like the well the, the option in place is not right way to go because well they want to be in proper and good favor with the in charge but what is for sure what is for sure is that if you are actually going to be able to level up because the whole essence is to be able to level up with the person that you're speaking with so if the person for any feeling or for any chance gets to get the nudge you know that um they are well remember they have always been bossy, they are controlling some people under them, so when you have similar features to the people that they that are under they are their are control, they may tend to treat you in the same way as they treat the people who are well in their in their control you know in their responsibility. So um, you want to make sure that you are not so eager to please them, in other words, to do everything as they say it or to just be affirmative for whatever they say. Try to be as open minded as possible. Share your thoughts, share your mindset, you know, share what you think and feel needs to be done and how things need to move on, you know, and um If there is anything at all that I would really very much encourage you that everybody else discourages you to do on a sales um, pitch or perhaps when you're talking to the person that makes the decisions is please interrupt them. Please interrupt them because if there is anything for sure that you want to make sure you are in charge of is the direction of the conversation. Because you are not there to actually please the person. You are there to make the sale. You are there to offer value. You know, so when I speak in terms of the sell, I'm not referring to the sell as the check. I'm referring to the sell as the value that you're bringing, you know, so you are there to actually make sure that you can be able to guarantee them a positive and better outcome than they were having before. Before you came in, before, well, you showed up. So um, try not to make an effort to just be passive, you know, and just uh well just just be welcoming on everything that they say even when you feel like it's not the right thing to do second thing is um try as much as possible actually don't do not try don't don't just try make sure you do you know make sure you do so um when you are addressing when you are addressing the Offer that you are bringing to the table make sure that you bring it up in terms of the value of the offer and not the price of the offer you know so spend more time trying to create clarity on how the people are going to benefit from what you are going to give them versus how much they are going to spend what you are going to give them you know so that way they get to visualize what it would be like when they take on your offer or when they take you up or when they take on the product that you're trying to sell them so when you have solidified the vision of what it is that you are giving them then it is way easier for them to make an effort to see to reality because they have already understood how it is going to take them to the next level how it is going to improve them As a business, as an organization, as an individual, you know, so address the offer that you are bringing to the table in terms of the value and not the price. Thirdly, try to control the speed of the conversation. Make sure that you are always, you know, in the, okay, um, let's, let's rephrase that. Let's rephrase it. Gauge the speed of the buyer and pass along. Gauge the speed of the buyer and pass along. That is principle number three. So, um, what does that have to do with you know the the whole selling process? Here's what it is. Um, There's some people that you will walk up to. There's some uh, well, economic, but that, that people are different. We all do understand and know that and respect that as well. Um, no, but not everybody is like you and for most of the people that you will meet one or two or three out of five will be like you very unlike the the, 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 that well we'll get to three probably one out of five or two out of five will be like you but most of the people that you will come into contact with are totally different people from you they have different values they have different understanding they have different interpretation of information you know so you have to respect and adjust you know to Um, They are a way of carrying on things, but of course do not just be very passive as we said previously, you know, so as much as yes, they are who they are, you are who you are. So um, respect who they are without you changing who you are, you know, to become who they are because then if you are becoming someone else that you're not, you are becoming a fake of someone else and you know we both know how fakes works how fakes work you know so um if you that is your intention then you are really going to well you will you, you will be spotted out that you're faking a situation so um there's some people when you walk up to them they'll be like hey so what do you have to offer me type one type two they'll ask you well how was your day how was your you know how was your drive to my office so um if someone asks you if the economic bar asks you straight on how can you help me what can you do for me then then you have to plunge in you know you, you give you give them the value preposition you let them know how you are going to be of benefit to them and if someone actually just asks you how you know your day was in um well they just get to basically try to find out and understand what kind of like who you are as an individual um aside of what you're selling or what you have to offer then you take on that course but keep in mind keep in mind keep in mind that no matter how the conversation tends to pace make sure that you are controlling the wind like you have control of how the conversation is moving and if there is anywhere that we are heading to as an entrepreneur is to make sure that you get the cell you know so for everything that you talk about, you need to make sure that you are you are deviating it towards the cell, otherwise, when you lose focus of where you are going, you will end up nowhere you know so keep the focus, keep the mindset, the vision of where you are going right before your eyes and make sure that whatever you talk about leads to that. So if you feel like the person is taking you off of track, interrupt them, you know, interrupt them with something like, um well you do not have to be so you don't have to be so um uh so well rude like you know you, you could you could you could say something like I don't mean to interrupt you, but I was wondering if this and this and this and this is what you're referring to. Or you could say if you don't mind, I would I would very much want to um get to I would very much love to summarize what you have just said in the past few minutes just to you know um just to check my understanding of what it is that you were saying or perhaps get to get the get 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 a compound round thinking of what it is that you are trying to pass on to me just so that and we make sure that we are on the same pace and the same length you know so um those kinds of interruptions could be really really uh constructive i would we will perhaps um do a, a, an episode on that we we will definitely make an episode on that on how to be how to effectively interrupt you know people um but we'll look into that definitely then the fourth one is uh, try to guide the bot to trust conceptual agreement on a proposal so um at the end of the day what you want is to be able to build trust credibility and then get the person to like agree to a few things and then later on bring in the proposal you know so um the sooner you can get to that the better the sooner you can get to it, the better, you know. So you do not want to just be run, uh, running around the coast and well, you never get onto the boat and you know move to wherever you're moving to. So um, keep in mind that the destination is the is the goal. Keep in mind that the destination is the goal. But in order to be able to get to the goal, you need to be able to you need to have established trust. So trust is one of the most profound and um, it's it's like literally the backbone of any sale. No one will buy from me if they don't trust you. You know, and neither would you buy from anyone if you don't trust them. You know, so you have to establish trust as an entity before someone can buy from you. You know, and people only feel comfortable buying from people who, well, they feel good about and they just feel comfortable around them. So, you need to also make sure that you establish that as an individual. Then the the fifth one, the fifth principle is you need to show confidence. You know, show confidence in yourself. Show confidence in what you're talking about. Look them right in the eye when you are saying whatever you're saying. Do not... Um, please resist the urge to look, at, to look at your smartwatch or, you know, um, bother your phone, you know, press... I mean, you know, you, your attention has to be fully there. Your attention has to be fully dedicated to what you're doing you know and you need to speak with certainty speak with certainty there is no there there has to be no room for assumptions There has there, there is actually there shouldn't be any room for you haven't you don't have to leave anything to the imagination you know if you're coming in there you need to be the master of your craft you need to be well equipped with what you are selling you know but from whatever angle from whatever angle so if you are going to be able to make the sell you need to show full knowledge of what it is that you're doing by showing full knowledge you are actually portraying confidence um and then the other thing is you need to be able to push back when it is appropriate push back when it is appropriate so what does this have to do with selling well you could get into a situation where, well, the buyer is saying something that, well, or, propo- or probably they propose something that, well, is is close to what you are trying to get, you know, to your side. But then it is not in the. It it does not seem rectif rectifically proper, right, in your eyes. So you may. You have to now. This depends on. This depends on what your values are as an individual is. This is actually like a. It's a. It's it's a bonus. It's a bonus tip. It's a bonus tip. It's. A, I could call it a point five. I would call it a point five. It's something that I would do. If I was in the situation, it's something that I would do. So, um, if you are being offered something that is not a hundred percent what it is that you are what you want, then you need to openly speak up to what you want. You know, openly speak up to what you want. Some people, some people will probably well be comfortable with getting 80% of what they wanted. And well they may sacrifice the 20%. And some other people will well if they get 95% they may be like okay cool that 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 is fine at least i got 95 percent of what it is that i wanted the five percent may you know but for me i'm like if you're going in there before you even go there you need to have the likely possibilities of i mean the outcomes in your mind and you know you carry the outcomes that you want to the table and if it's not a hundred percent it has to be a hundred percent you know it has to be a hundred percent so um i do not settle for 97 98 99 it has to be exactly the way you imagined it of course you do not go in there with just one outcome you have to go in there with at least three outcomes you know so if you can get two out of three of which those two are a 100 percent fully satisfied that is good you know that is good that is a win in my well in my books you know, but, um, getting, going with an, out, going with three possible outcomes and probably there is two outcomes that will eventualize. And of the two, you only have 60% from one outcome and maybe 80% from another outcome. I just feel like you have done yourself a big injustice. You know, I just feel like you have really, really, um, come short on yourself, you know, so, um, those five point, five point five, with those 5.5 five ways of how to actually level up to uh, the economic power, I believe, I believe you will be able to actually um, see a significant improvement in how you deliver, in how you move, in how you are able to um, rectify and elevate your p and statement. And um, these things do not just happen out of the blue. You know it takes practice it takes failure it takes consistency it takes commitment it takes adjustments you know you cannot always have the same print every single time you need to be willing to make adjustments and to to try it out to, to sample it out you know um information that is just in your head is useless until you can actually put it to practice so um when you put it into moving work that's when you can be able to examine it firstly and then quantify it and measure it you know so if you are doing anything and you are not scaling it be either be metrically or um, result best then i think i strongly believe that you're actually losing you know so you need to be able to quantify and have an analysis of everything that you do and then later on get to find ways of improving while you're lacking and then um, solidifying what you're doing properly and improve yourself consistently. You know, so with that said, I hope this got you on time. You know, and if it didn't, well, there is always another opportunity to um, make the adjustments and uh, get to get yourself on the right track, on the right momentum as well. And um, I think I, I believe I believe that would really, really be of I'm thinking about something, I'm thinking about something that has to, that has to do with the next podcast, but you will definitely catch it on the on the next podcast. Alright, take care, till next time, I remain your host, Hosni Mubarak, it was a pleasure being here, and, um, till next time, take care of yourself, bye-bye. So, um, the podcast is proudly sponsored by the Hosni Experience, um, blog, And consult. So, if you have any marketing needs, if you have an idea that you want to get off the ground, you're feeling stuck, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling, you're feeling like you cannot move, you know, and you just need some bit of direction. You could always go to, um, you could schedule a consultation with me, Hosni Mubarak, and we can talk through it. We can, um, look into how best to get you to move forward in the right direction and with the right momentum you know so um for you to be able to do that you will have to go to flow.page which is flow.page forward slash this is hosni f-l-o-w forward slash uh this is hosney uh, my bad f-l-o-w dot Uh, p-a-g-e forward slash this is hosting which is t-h-i-s-i-s-h or s-n-i you'll scroll right up close to the bottom and then you'll be able to find a way of how to schedule a with me but before that make an effort to listen into the podcast quite a multitude of podcasts on different topics you can be able to get something that will be able to give you a gist of what you need to do to move forward before you actually get to settle in for the uh, consultation call. Then you could also tap in into the, the daily blogs that are released every single day, 6 a.m. East African time. Um, there is quite a lot of positive information going and flowing in there. So you could as well subscribe to the forum and get yourself updated every single time a blog is released and be the first person to just get to, you know, suck into that information. So with that said, take care of yourself. And look out for the next podcast. And of course, remember to subscribe to the Hosni Experience YouTube channel. There will be quite a lot of content coming in very soon. Take care of yourself. Till next time, I'm your host, Hosni Mubarak. Bye.